0: podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Today, the Sherpa will be discussing nutrition with actress Jenna Coker Jones. She's got her own nutrition website, theglowingfox.com, and she's been on Broadway as a zombie. Do you think she gives the zombies nutrition advice?
1: I would think it would be something like, don't eat the brain if it belongs to a podcast Sherpa. Nothing but empty calories there. Attention, rebels of the Sherpolution! Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial
0: simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com slash Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts,
1: including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, any complaints about the jokes performed on the show will likely be funnier than the actual jokes.
0: Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, The podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia. Here's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hey there, Rebels, and welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts and so much more. It is I, your tiny little man in your headphones. Actually, I'm that much taller if you see me in real life. (laughs) Jim the Podcast Sherpa, hello there! And welcome to the show if this is your first time listening. And if this is your first time listening, or you're a long-time listener, this is an episode I think you're really going to enjoy because of my guest today. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? She's an actress who also runs a nutrition website and helps people learn to eat better. And we had a fascinating discussion. Her name is Jenna Coker Jones. And I noticed uh, where I found her information, someone referred to her as a passionate firecracker. And I kind of got that once we were well into our interview. We had a lot of fun just corresponding and just a super nice person. And when we got to talk on the little Zoom thing on the interwebs, it made it even more fun. You can see she was very lively and just so much fun. And, you know, she might even do a podcast one of these days. And I said, you could do a great one if you do one. You heard it here. That's a sharper prediction. When am I ever wrong? A uh, Lots of times, actually. But, but that's beside the point. I think I would be right on this one. So let's have a listen to my interview with Jenna Coker Jones. Hello there, Rebels. We are here in the nutrition room of the Sherpa Chalet, and my guest is a certified holistic health coach. I had to make sure that I got that right. And she is also a certified personal and group trainer, but that's not all, folks. She is an actress whose dulcet tones can be heard on the soundtrack of, I love this, Evil Dead, the musical. Yes. (laughs) And she was also on Law & Order. We have to talk about this, too. So we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff with my guest. Her name is Jenna Coker-Jones. We have been corresponding through emails and everything in our greeting ends in an exclamation point. So I have to say, Jenna! (laughs) Welcome to the show!
1: Oh, my gosh, I'm obsessed. Yes, I am an exclamation girl. I love it. Yes. Sometimes I have to go back and re-edit it because I'm like, it sounds like I'm yelling, but I'm not using caps. So it's like I'm not using caps. If I use caps with the exclamation, then it would be just screaming. It's just like a gentle yell like, hey, you know,
0: (laughs) that's just like, see, you're on the right podcast because we've got an exclamation point in the title. See? (laughs) Perfect. So if we begin to yell, this is perfectly acceptable.
1: Yes, yes. It's not aggressive. It's literally passion just coming through the sound waves.
0: That's right. So it's the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! I was telling you earlier, I was reading up on your bio, and you've been, as many of my other guests, like a born performer. You were a baton twirler when you were a little kid.
1: Oh my gosh, that's my secret past. How dare you reveal it? Yes and yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my mom said that I came out of the womb and I lifted, I lifted my head, as she said, which I don't know if it's actually possible for a newborn to do. And I kind of looked at her and was like, I own you and we're doing this. So from a very young age, I, I was always wanting to entertain and more so than anything is just make people laugh. Um, I am silly, I'm crazy. It's hard for me to take things seriously. And I bring that to every area of my life. And it's a blessing and a curse. (laughs) Uh, so so yeah yeah I've always performed and yes by the time I was 11 I was an international champion baton twirler when I I mean I would count my trophies when I was little because that was like such a badge of honor and I had over like 350 trophies like crazy and I wasn't I wasn't the best but I was pretty good and it's the show twirl in quotes that got me on the map because that was the acting one so not only was I twirling baton I was twirling hoops I was ribbon dancing for you I was living my life life and I was acting honey. So <laughs> yeah. So that that's it. That's that's really the culmination of my life right there at, at eleven.
0: And you knocked out your
1: teeth? Oh my gosh, yeah. I knocked out my first two teeth, my when I was working on my my one spin, which is when you throw it up and you look up and you turn and you grab it and, and you catch it after turning one time. Okay. Now that was just a beginner move. So don't get it twisted like that was my, you know, that was my <laughs> advanced move there. I was five doing a one spin. So
0: <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to downplay the talents of a fighter. Yeah, yeah,
1: don't play the. Don't downplay my talent,
0: please. <laughs> but then you fell in love with theater. I, I oh my it.
1: gosh! Yeah, I. Well, actually, I went. I traveled with my dad a lot because he would work on location as an engineer with the military. So we end up in places um, like New Groton, Connecticut, and I'm from Virginia. So Norfolk, Virginia, is one of the biggest naval bases in the world. So when he would travel during the summer, like I spent one summer in Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. You know, so. That was awesome, by the way. And what's funny is I ended up marrying a guy from Oahu, Hawaii, which is really fun. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like, what are the odds? Anyway, so it, we were we spent the summer in New Groton, Connecticut. And so I'm an only child. So I kind of partied with adults my whole life. So I think I was about 10. And we would always do late night karaoke when my dad would get off from the shipyard. So him and all of his crew, all of his buddies would come over. I'm the only kid in the bar. And I would sing karaoke. And, um, that was when I kind of got bitten by the, oh my gosh, I really love to sing and be in front of an audience. And we would be up till two in the morning at a diner across the street, you know, at like 10. And I'm like, I am living my life. And then the, um, this is a large run on, but I haven't really talked about this with anyone. So Jim, oh my gosh. So, um, the host of that show was, his name was David. And of course I'm 10 and I desperately fall in love with David because he has a dreamy voice and he is amazing. And so he- he was like, have you ever been to New York city? And at that point I was like, no, I haven't. So he took my mom and I on a train from New Groton, Connecticut down to the city. I saw my first Broadway show. I stood in times square and I looked up and I was like, I am going to own you. Like, that was it for me. I was like, this is everything. And then um, he took us to another play up, up in New England. And that was it. I remember just getting like, I have to do this. And from that point on, it was over. It was over. I was like, this is my life. Sign me up. I was reading books on the business of acting, you know, at 11. And I couldn't understand why they kept talking about a resume. I was like, mom, I get all of this other stuff, but like, what is this? Like, I've never heard of this thing. Mm, Resume, yep. (laughs) Yep. Ah.
0: But you resumed your pursuit. I resumed my (laughs)
1: pursuit. (laughs) (laughs) So it was over at that point. Yeah,
0: that was it. What was the first play that you ever did?
1: Uh, The first play that I ever did was The Sound of Music and I played Marta. And so I was one of the kids and uh, yeah, that was epic. And yeah, that was my first play and- Yeah, and actually my daughter is now an actor by her own choice. Um, My husband and I are both actors. She actually woke up in 2019. She looked at me and she was like, it's my turn. Will you please call Great Talent Group and tell them I'm ready? That's our agency here in Chicago. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, you can call. So she called, I made her do the whole thing. She auditioned, she was six. And she's slaying it. She is slaying it. And there's actually a theater here doing Sound of Music coming up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that would be crazy if that's also her first play. Um, so we shall see.
0: The three of you ever work together?
1: Uh, we have not all worked together officially, but we've worked together separately. Like her and I shot a, a national Walgreens commercial in the middle of the pandemic from her bedroom, which was exciting. They just sent us a huge camera and a cameraman and all the things. And then her and her dad have actually done two commercials in the last two weeks Um, but she actually just shot a Showtime show called Work in Progress, which is really exciting. So yeah, we're all just like making it happen. We want to do a show together so bad. So We'll see putting it out there.
0: And what's the best advice that you've probably given your daughter if she wants to get into all this and take it seriously. And- well,
1: wow. It's a lot of work. You know, a lot of people think, especially kids, they see these Disney stars on TV and they're like, that's so cool. I want to do that. And then they get on set and they're like, oh my gosh, I just did 35 takes of the word. What? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's hard work. And it's, you know, we got to her trailer for the Showtime show and I'm like, it's hurry up and wait. So it's the biggest patience game ever. And so it's like, be patient, be kind to every single person in the room on set, the person giving you catering, the person doing your hair. That is the most important thing is to be a good human and to have fun and know that your validity and your worth is not based on if you get it or not. Because especially kids can take that. I mean, as adults, we take it like, oh God, why? You know, especially if you get really close on a project. But, you know, her first one that she lost where she was on first right of refusal, which is like, you know, when it's basically between you and two other people, you know, and then she didn't get it and she got really sad. But it's like, hey, you know, it is what it is. It really doesn't come down to anything. It's just, you weren't the right fit for this one.
0: That's a good value to instill in them. Especially even if she she gets into other fields, it's just- You know, sure, not sure. to be
1: over it. Yeah. And it's like you finish something that you commit to. We just dealt with that with dance. It's like, you know, you just you you commit to it, you finish it. Mm. If you decide not to do it after that, that's fine. But if you make a commitment, you see it through. You were on Law and Order. I was. That was that was one of my first little TV appearances in New York. I played a um a goth shopkeeper. So I was in like all black, very sassy makeup. They added a nose ring for me. My hair was like all nuts, and my name was Cookie. K O O K Y. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I owned a, I owned a shop that the supposed killer had come to. So I was interviewed and um, it was criminal intent. It wasn't SVU. Uh, but yeah, I love those Dick Wolf shows. And there are so many in Chicago right now.
0: Criminal intent. That, that's the one with uh, D'Onofrio, right? That was D'Onofrio. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay.
1: yep. 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 You're Those good. little ones that we
0: watched a lot of, so I prob- I may have seen your episode. It's you probably awesome. did,
1: yes, <laughs> centuries ago. She says with the
0: cigarette. Okay, and you—you you know, I'm not going to get through this interview without you not telling me about Evil Dead the musical.
1: Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, uh, Bruce Campbell came to our opening night in New York, and. Uh, that was a thrill. All the girls from the movies came. Um, I played Cheryl, who was Ashes, who's the Bruce Campbell characters, if you don't know. A uh, little sister who was the first one to go evil. So it is a really smart and really awesome freaking musical that started off in Canada at the Just for Laughs Festival. And I believe it was Montreal. It started in Montreal. And what a killer team. They were amazing. I ended up saying A because they're all from Canada. And I was like, how dare you put that in my vernacular? Uh, But (laughs) yeah, the music was the music is some of the best that I worked on, honestly. And it was so fun. Our cast was genius. Uh, I could have done it for a long time, except it was so tiring. I'm telling you, I could not keep weight on. I mean that now I'm like, I wish I could go back and do it again. Um, but it was it was so rough on my body and my voice because of altering my voice, going from regular person to evil. Uh, and you can tell in the soundtrack too. Uh, but it was the most physical show I've ever done that like wrecked my body. It was crazy. And I my skin, because of all the blood and doing it eight times a week, actually end up ended up getting dyed pink so i would walk down the street and people some people would stop me or if i would go to get a manicure they're like are you okay you know, cause my, my, my it was actually dyed pink and it like, just like splotches everywhere. Um, I now have a little bit of pink hair, so that's fun. But,
0: <laughs> but it was, it was crazy. You coordinated, right?
1: yeah, yes, yes. I could have been coordinated, come on. And it was, you know, cause there's like four different kinds of blood, right? So it's like, there's the blood that like sinks into your skin. There's the blood that like scabs up. So you're like ripping it off at the end of the night. Um, but it was so fun. I would never, ever in a million years trade that experience.
0: And you performed on the, on The View also? We performed
1: on The View, yes. We actually, our episode was the Halloween episode that won an Emmy. Oh, wow. uh, so we were on the Emmy uh, Emmy winning episode, which was really fun. Yeah. It, yeah, it was spectacular. What an amazing experience.
0: So what gave you that little left turn where you got into nutrition and fitness?
1: Great question. Um, I've always been athletic. I've always loved dance. That's one thing another thing was uh, my boyfriend at the time told me I couldn't cook. And I was like, how very dare you, sir, I will show you I can cook. So I went <laughs> down a rabbit hole and I was like, I'm not only going to cook. It's going to be good for you. <laughs> so that's when it started. <laughs> I was challenge like, hey, you're <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> challenge, And then on a more serious note, um, I got married to an awesome guy. Uh, and then uh, a year later, my, my dad ended up getting diagnosed with stage four cancer. And it was, was a very, very fast uh, situation. It went from like diagnosis and they were like three months. And then it was literally almost to the day that he passed three months. Mm. So it ended up in his brain. Uh, They think it started in his um, lungs, then pituitary gland, bones, like it ended up going everywhere. And um, no one on his side of the family has lived past the age of 54 years old, which is insane. And to me, that's like oh my gosh, maybe it's a DNA thing. Maybe it's something in my genetics that like, that on his side, like, do I have that? What does that mean for me? So watching him go through that was awful, but also eye-opening and also beautiful. You know, I really believe in trauma for purpose. Not saying that you should have trauma, but being able to take a moment in your life that's traumatic or painful and turning it around and being like, what did I learn? How can I move forward? What does this look like? How can I share it? So I went to every specialist ever and was like, do I have cancer? <laughs> I didn't at the time. And I was like, amazing. Okay. I can start from here. So, so, and I wasn't going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy because he was always like um, my dad, his dad died at 54 and he was like, well, I'll probably die at 54. Or I'm not going to go to the doctor because I don't want to die at 54. Mm-hmm. It's that like vicious circle. Yep. And Yeah. So I started diving down the rabbit hole because I was like, probably eating Snickers for lunch and a Red Bull is probably not the best idea. (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) There's a little room for improvement there. I'm like,
1: like, wait, there's protein in this. How very dare you? So, so yeah, I was like learning what works for my body. And what I realized is that I actually felt like, can I curse? Yeah. Okay. I actually felt like shit most of the time. (laughs) And I didn't know it until I wasn't pumping my body full of Reese's peanut butter cups and a slice of pizza on the corner, you know, and caffeine. I mean, I still drink caffeine. I love coffee, like never take that away from me, but, (laughs) but it's like, wow. You know, so I started like removing things and replacing things. And before I knew it, uh, I was feeling better. And then I moved to LA and you know what LA does. It turns everyone vegetarian, or at least you try it. So I was like meatless and may, oh my gosh, I'm here. Let's do this. So then I did it. Like most things I do because I'm skeptical over them. So I'm like, this won't work. And this is dumb, you know? (laughs) So I tried it and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel I have more energy than I've ever had. So then I just went down that, that, that rabbit hole. And then, and then I kept it. I went from meatless and may, and now it's like, you know, 12, 13 years later, and I'm like still meatless, you know? So I really kind of discovered what worked for me. I ended up going to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition to like really learn about every kind of lifestyle and what that looks like and how to implement it. I've tried most and, and really it's bio-individual. So it's whatever's going to work for you is going to work for you that won't work for me, that won't work for someone else. So it's like finding that lock or that key that goes in the lock for you. So then I had a passion for sharing it. So then I started, once I got my certifications, I started coaching people and uh, professional athletes and celebrities and Cause I was in LA cause when in LA, you know, and I started teaching fitness and you know, it's all encompassing and what I do is holistic. So it's everything from, if you're in a bad relationship, that's going to affect your health. If you, it's not just about working out and eating, it's about where you live. It's about who you live with. It's about the weather you live in. It's about all of the things and how they affect each other. So long story, I'm a big mouth Sorry, Jim. Uh, (laughs) um, But, but, but yeah, so it just, it ended up just this long road of just discovering what works best for me and then dying to find out what's going to work best for everyone else to give people the moments with their families that I did not have with my dad.
0: Your company is the Glowing Fox. It's- yes, the Glowing Fox. <laughs> now, when you get clients, that's like your modus operandi. You'll you'll sit with them and you'll you just give them like a questionnaire of a hundred questions and then Ooh, kind of narrow it down. Qu- that- oh man, a
1: hundred questions! You know, the biggest part of a coach is listening. So it's it's taking all of the the little things that that people tell me, you know, and un- unpacking those and and finding um, their blind spots. That's the biggest job. But yes. When when we first meet, I do a health history, which is where I run down, not a hundred questions, but just getting your, your past. How did you grow up? What what were your habits as a kid? What happened in your life? When were you the happiest? When did you feel the best? Because, you know, it's not about losing weight for me. It's not about anything like that. It's literally feeling good in your own skin and having energy to get through the day. Cause I feel like that's where the deficit is. It's energy. So if I can get you, if I can get you operating like a Porsche, honey, and putting in that nice gas, then you're good to go and you're not in a 1979, I don't know, cabriolet that can't run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. What, what's like a typical food day for you, like breakfast, lunch and dinner?
1: Well, I'm all about decadence. Um, I even have I. People always ask me to write down recipes. I'm so like I'm super type A, but I am I hate spending time on on, um, prep and all of those, those things. So people are usually surprised when I tell them that things are easy because I'm like, slam, I'm like, just throw it in a pan. And that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, literally, my recipes just like throw that shit in the pan and get it, honey, you know? <laughs> so my recipes and stuff aren't complicated. So, um, a day for me would be in the morning. I do love a smoothie moment. I do love a smoothie, but also I love, I'll have a, a big breakfast of like eggs. I'll do a paleo waffle which is grain free it's delicious you can buy it at the store it's 3 dollars in a box you know um, I use keto syrup uh, which it has no sugar in it and I, I usually have one smoothie per day uh, throw some greens in there because that's the easiest way to get your greens is throwing them in there. huge handful and I really like beyond meat products and I never liked any vegetarian, vegan products usually, cause I don't like things masquerading as someone else, something else. I'm like, don't pretend you're a burger when you're not a burger, okay? <laughs> Like, don't try, because I remember trying stuff at first and I was like, this stuff is trash. Like, of course people don't want to do this. Like, why? You know? And Beyond Meat has really made my planet, like made it for me. So I'll usually do one Beyond Meat product a day, like a burger or a sausage or something like that. Lots of greens, you know, lots of good fats, avocado, oils, guacamole, um, grain-free chips, which taste just like chips, Siete chips. Siete chips are the best. And um, Simple Mills is also an amazing company that has a lot of grain-free crackers. And um, I do sliced little vegan cheeses, which are delicious uh, by Violife. Um, I'm pumping all the brands right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I actually have a program that takes you 30 days of decadence. uh, And that's like spaghetti dishes, you know? And it's not like zucchini masquerading as noodles. Like it's actual noodles. You know, like that's the stuff that kills me. I'm like, don't tell me it's a burger burger. In a bun, when it's a sweet potato, right,
0: <laughs> you <yeah>. know, sure. <laughs> like
1: it's a sweet potato and it tastes like a sweet potato! Exclamation point! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I, I like it. I I have found a lot of good brands that I like, and um, I love chocolate and food and all of the things. So there's no sacrificing here. Um, it's all delicious.
0: Do you have what, I guess what people would consider a cheat meal? I know even though you're Oh my you're gosh, preparing. I love
1: that you asked this. I love that you asked this because I don't believe in cheat meals. I believe in treat meals. So it's like anything that's negative, because also I work a lot with eating disorders. So it's something that I never, ever want to put in someone's head that they're cheating on anything. And because it's if it's your lifestyle, then you're not cheating. It's a treat. You know, so if you're like, you know, there's there's what's going to work for you. So if you're like Monday through Friday, I'm an at home vegetarian. So I eat vegetarian at home. And when I go out, I eat what I want. That's not cheating that's just like treating yourself and that's what you're doing and it and it's good you know so lots of these plans and stuff i get stressed me out because then i have clients come to me stressed out because they feel so put in a box or that they can't go out anywhere so it's just finding what works for your life and that's going to make you feel the best and Enjoy it when you eat it. So, if it's a treat or if you want to call it a cheat, but don't, don't do that. But if you call it a cheat, think of it like it's going to be good for you because our brain sends out chemicals when we eat things. So, if you're like, this is bad for me, this is bad for me, oh my gosh, this is going to ruin everything I've done, it's going to because it's sending cortisol to your system. But if you're like, I'm going to have this donut and I'm going to love every bite of it and it's going to be perfect, and my favorite thing is the sprinkles and the icing, and you know, like, That's gonna be great. That's something that's gonna serve you. Don't have that every hour of the day, but why not have a donut? Just freaking have it. (laughs)
0: Sure. And and that's a big uh, reason probably why why diets don't really work either because people deprive themselves. And then after a while they just get to that point where it's like, okay, I've got to eat something else. Yeah, 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 exactly, (laughs) exactly.
1: Or or you end up developing an eating disorder because you end up binging because you're not allowed to have all these things, you know, in quotes.
0: Now, now being a mom too, that's gotta be tricky with your daughter. I mean, I'm sure she probably is, she's at school with her friends and they're eating yeah. snacks. Does she feel tempted or does she, she kind of like think along the lines that, that you eat?
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. Uh, we, I've raised her, or my husband and I have raised her plant-based, so she hasn't had meat, but from a very very early age, um, I don't know, some, may people, some people may think it's like traumatizing, but we all, she's always known what she's eaten. So she, she didn't want to eat animals, you know? And so, and I think if more people understood what they were eating, they might not either, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's something that's become ingrained in her as a human um, to not eat an animal. Uh, As far as other things go, we both kind of have a, it's not an allergy, but it's an intolerance to dairy and gluten. Uh, So we steer away from that and, you know, I have subs for everything. And right now the world is pretty chock full of gummies and all of these things that she can still have. So even if it's a birthday party, I, I ask them, I ask the people she's going, I send along a vegan gluten-free cupcake with her. Yeah, most people are really understanding. And, and she sometimes feels deprived because if it's a surprise or like, you know, all of a sudden there's cupcakes. But it also would probably make her feel really bad, too. But if she really, really, really wanted to have it, you know, I, she can make her own choice. She's eight now. Um, so she's an old lady, basically. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the meat, I, I asked her the other day, I was like, are you going to not eat meat for your whole life? She's like, oh, I'm never eating meat. It freaks her out. She's like, absolutely not. So we'll see. I mean, it's going to be up to her.
0: What's your stand on fasting? I know a lot of people <gasps> take different sides of the fence with that.
1: Oh, my gosh, I love it. Um, It's it's so energizing and it's really not that difficult to do if you have a a routine. Uh, But what a lot of people don't know is is that you can do fasting for five days and take two days off and still have the same effects. Which I think is pretty cool. So you're not fasting all the time. So um, I generally intermittent fast. So I'll do 830 to 830. So it's a 12 hour window. It's not really um, tiny. Some people do really tiny windows. For me, that's not the life that I want. For some people, it totally works. Uh, But there is so much science behind how it helps your body recover, especially athletes. You know, you have to train your body to do it, though, because your body's not used to it. Your body, if you've trained it to eat at 11 or midnight, it's going to want that until you train it not to. So um, I have a couple hacks for that, too. And I actually have a video called 90 Seconds to Intermittent Fasting uh, that you can find on my website uh, the Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's like 90 seconds of me telling you what you can have on your window and outside of your window. Cause that's what you call it. If you know um, that if I'm doing 830 to eight beyond that is outside of my window. So it's kind of breaking it down in layman's terms because things can get pretty complicated and I do not think health and wellness should be complicated. So that's where I come in. <laughs>
0: I like it. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about the glowing Fox. So okay. I, you're doing like one-on-one coaching,
1: Yes. And and there's
0: also workouts as well. Uh,
1: So right now I have a ride or die one-on-one coaching program. That's obviously one-on-one. And then I have a health concierge program. That's also one-on-one, but it's way more in depth, way more. uh, It's more of my celebrity track. If there was one people who have zero time and need me to make their food and workout and some decisions for them. I don't want to say life decisions, but just like guide them through and have access to me all the time. That's like, what do I do? You know? So I'm, I'm their health concierge and it's super fun and I love my clients and I get super close with them. Okay. And then I have, that's the, the lifestyle coaching side. I also do 20 minute consults that you can book on my website, which is just like, Uh, I think I may have an allergy or you just bring questions to me about health or wellness or fitness. And it's quick. I usually um, send you off with a couple. um, It's not like diagnosis, but just like a couple recommendations of what I think you should try. Uh, And those are just one offs and super easy. The others require a six month minimum commitment. Because to really make a life change, you need at least six months. So whether it's like, oh, I'm recovering from this disease, I have um, a thyroid disorder, I work with all of that kind of stuff. And I can work in conjunction with doctors as well, which is great. Because if you have someone like me, and also your doctor who's checking in and all that stuff, we can really make some progress on your health. Then I have the fitness side. So in July, I will be having a subscription based on-demand library. So I will have recommendations uh, for a workout of the day, which they're all videos. They are all very well-produced. I'm really proud of them. And I have everything from themed workouts, like a Michael Jackson themed workout to an escape the zombies workout uh, (laughs) because I love to have fun. And then a Dance Dance Revolution workout back from that arcade game from the nineties, you know, and to cardio and core to strength, um, which I call strong AF, to um, hit training. So I have the gamut and you'll be able to subscribe to that um, for a small monthly price or a a yearly price and be able to access that. And it'll be the on the glow library. So you'll be able to access that anywhere you are, whether you're traveling or whatever. Uh, So I'm really excited about that. Plus I have two live classes a week, live stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays.
0: All right. So while you're doing all this, are you going to still do some acting or... Oh, I
1: already have contracts coming up. I'm really excited. We're opening up again. Uh, I was doing a show when the world shut down and I'm excited to be doing one of the first shows coming back. I will actually be going to St. Louis uh, to do Jersey Boys with my husband. My husband was actually one of the original Frankie Valley's and Jersey Boys. So um, it'll be really fun to go. I'm going to be playing his wife, Mary Delgado. Go and do that with him. Uh, just, you know, in like... A, six weeks or so. So that'll be really exciting to be on stage again. And they've cleared for a hundred percent capacity in St. Louis. So I'm really excited.
0: Any, any commercials? Are we going to see you on low and order again?
1: I mean, you, the, you know, who knows? We have Chicago med, we have all those things here, That's right. you know, and I've gotten pretty close on that. So it's just a matter of time it's, it's interesting with the, all the Dick Wolf shows, you can't do one for three years once you do one. Uh, so, because they don't want you to reckon, they don't want your face to be recognized because that fan base is, is pretty deep. So once you get one, you have to wait three years. So you have to choose the right one because (laughs) if you, you, sometimes you want to wait for the bigger roles and then, uh, pull the trigger there because the worst thing that would happen is if you do like three lines and then something comes up and you're like oh (laughs) i could have recurred for three episodes so it's a, you know but uh yeah yeah of course we're all over the place you'll see one of my fam
0: (laughs) (laughs) because uh this is a podcast i know i always like to have my guests let people know what podcasts they like to listen to so what are some of the ones that you like jenna
1: well, right now I'm deep in business world. So there is an awesome woman. Her name is Stacey Tushel and she's an entrepreneur. She's a brilliant boss, babe. I am living for her. And she does a podcast called Foot Traffic Formula. So it's all, uh, it's for the entrepreneur, working on funnels, all the things I never wanted to know that I know I need to know for business. <laughs> so I'm, I'm loving her. And then any one-off true crime or like, there was a podcast, there was an Irish couple who was doing a podcast about the Harvey Weinstein trial as it was going on, and they had actors reading the transcripts from the day. Don't ask me why I found that, like, riveting, but I did. And I listened to all of the transcripts of the Harvey Weinstein trial. Um, I don't, I don't know. And I really, I'd really like that, that that crime investigation. I guess it's the actor side of me. I just really, it has always intrigued me to hear how people think that aren't like me. And Mm -hmm. so I I just diving into someone else's brain or listening to um, what, what has happened uh, at the hand of one person is always baffling to me. There's also one, any, any, there was a, a crime that happened in like Arkansas. Now I'm blanking on that title too. It was so good, but it was, it's called up the hill and these two girls disappeared and they still, the case is unsolved. But then that's sad too. You get to the end of that and you're like, it's still not solved. Why? You know, <laughs> you know, cause then you become like a podcast detective and you're like, I, I would totally find out who it was, you know? <laughs> um, and then the Cosby one finding a becoming or finding Cosby did you listen to that one?
0: I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. <gasps> uh,
1: yeah, that one. See, in Chicago, all of the theater venues are really spread out. So you'll have like, you know, an hour in the car because of traffic and stuff. So with a cast, if you're commuting together, like in your car, you'll you'll go through an entire series like this and you're all just holding each other's hands and gasping. You know, the Nexium podcast was really good. Um, I mean, they're all of those true crime, you know. Stuff I'm just like bring it.
0: <laughs> okay, so I know this is going to be your favorite part. We have, of course, shameless self promotion, and this is where you can let everybody know okay. where they can get in touch with you or follow you or perfect whatever they can do. Bum, 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 bum. Shameless self promotion. Shameless self promotion.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, my name is Jenna Coker Jones. That's C-O-K-E-R like Coke the drink, Coke or Jones. No, I'm just kidding, but that's true. Um, I am at theglowingfox.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at, at theglowingfoxlife. Lots of fun recipes on there. Lots of fun workouts. I do IG lives every Wednesday and Sunday, which is super fun. You can work out with me for 10 minutes, start sweating. Um, and uh, yeah, I have tons of fun videos because of my act, side. So you're, you never know what you're going to get with me. I'm pretty silly and and kind of dumb most of the time, but in a good way, not like a dumb, like smarts kind of way, but in like a dumb, that was stupid, funny, dumb kind of way.
0: (laughs) Um, But yeah. I followed that. Right? Did you follow that? I did. I (laughs) did.
1: (laughs) <laughs> see, exclamation point. Um, also, you'll get a ton of exclamation points from me. I love human beings. I love people. I love to see how they tick. Um, come coach with me. Your life can change in an instant if you put yourself first and you you practice self-care and you have a good person like me in your corner because I'm your biggest cheerleader. And yeah, and hey, you can even try a workout for free on my in my fitness studio. So you can always shoot me an email at hello at theglowingfox.com.
0: There you have it. And also possibly in the fall.
1: Oh, in the fall, it's Siege of St. Louis uh, <laughs> playing Mary Delgado and Jersey boys. If you're in St. Louis, holler at me. Also, Jenna is my acting site and my name, Jenna Coker Jones, again, is my Instagram handle for all of my entertainment stuff. So yeah. And yeah. Right. And oh yeah, and I want to do a podcast. So stay tuned for that. Jim I'll have you on and I'll ask you I'll ask you all of the health and health and wellness questions and see see what happens.
0: You a quiz.
1: Yes, <laughs> what I'll do, what I'll do is I'll speed read you like like 100 things and see what how you do. There it is. Boom.
0: Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> okay, her name is Jenna Coker Jones. <laughs> You can find more about her at theglowingfox.com or oh, even there it at, is. at her own personal website as well. Yes. And by the way, on her personal website, there's a beautiful video of you and your husband singing yeah. right in the stars from Aida. Yeah. Thank and it's you. Really incredible. So, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Jen. Exclamation point.
0: Exclamation point. Thank you, Jenna. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's get back to the Sherpa. Sorry about that. No! And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. For this week's Sherpa Suggestions, I went to our buddies at Feedspot.com with a listing of top nutrition podcasts you must follow in 2021. You must! You must! It's an order. So... We'll get started right now. And we have I oops we have you can listen to that's better. Yeah. You can listen to Nutrition Facts with Dr. Greger The Nutrition Rounds Podcast HealthQuest Podcast Sigma Nutrition Radio Chris Masterjohn who is a PhD in nutritional sciences by the way Food Heaven Made Easy the Nutritional Pearls Podcast, Soundbites, a nutrition podcast, Mary's Nutrition Show, The Nutrition Nerds Podcast, and finally, The Nutrition-ish Podcast. I think these podcasts sound so delicious. I'm going to go get me some Twinkies. Very special thanks to Jenna Coker-Jones. That was so much fun, Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. We have to yell it, right? Everybody, exclamation point. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> and next week, we have another really good conversation with a lady named Sarah K. Ramsey. And she has a podcast and a book. And it has to deal with dealing with toxic people. No, not people who drank poison, people who are toxic to you. And really fascinating conversation Really enjoyed speaking with her as well I tell you the ladies are killing it this season Killing it So <laughs> I'm all excited now More exclamation points If you want to listen to the show Of course on your favorite podcast apps We're everywhere And you can listen on my website Sharpolution.com or verbal.com V-U-R-B-L Subscribe and maybe help monetize me It won't cost you anything It's free I promise it won't cost you a plugged nickel I promise you actually i am kind of hungry (laughs) after talking all this nutrition so mr bruce let's show people the door and then we'll grab a sandwich sir thanks a lot for jennifer coming by and we will see you next time viva larger pollution thanks for listening to too many podcasts please disperse you can go home now I said, you can go home now. Viva la Shepolition. Viva la Shepolition. (laughs) Yo, come back now, you hear?